Welcome back to the Conscious Agent Podcast. In this episode, I will be discussing inner child wounding and the old trauma programs that are still running your life and how to release and heal from them. We will be covering soul imprints as well as genetic and ancestral patterns. We focus on learning to be more present as you detach from the old stories of your mind. We will also be gaining an understanding between your conscious and subconscious minds and why you should bridge the gap between both. Some of the questions answered in this podcast are, how does having pain or some type of a disease serving you? What subconscious programs may be running your life? What do doctors not tell you? And I wanted to make a quick disclaimer that I am not a doctor and I am not providing medical advice. Everything that I express in my podcast episodes here on The Conscious Agent are merely my opinions. They are experiences that I have had with my own clients during private or group sessions. So thank you for making a note of that. Also, I quickly wanted to mention that this podcast, as well as episode number one, were both recorded during a live Instagram session. So I was actually conveying all these messages, all this wisdom to several people. There are comments that were made during this recording and not all of them were included because I wanted to keep this episode as coherent as possible. So the ones that I have included were left in for the purposes of understanding the context since we are discussing several different topics in this episode. Thank you so much for staying open, for being present, and for listening to the Conscious Agent Podcast. I will see you on the other side. Why are you waiting to be happy when someone tells you that they love you and that you are worthy and that you are the best person they've ever met and you make them so happy? Why are you waiting for all these conditions? My mother taught me I can only relax once I've figured out the next thing out, but it's an endless spiral. Perfect example. So this is a perfect example how you literally are repeating a pattern, not just a genetic DNA pattern from your mom, but you're also repeating a pattern that is a core conditioning. It's a core belief because your mother the DNA, the genetics come to you, but also the core, the brain is being affected because you have gotten used to that belief. Your mom telling you, you can only relax when the dishes are done. You can only relax when your homework is done. You can only relax when you uh, finished uh, graduate school. You can only relax after the kids are in bed. Well, let's do the first part. You can only relax after you've been married. Now that you've been married, you can only relax if uh, you are now pregnant, when you get pregnant. And once you have the baby, you can only relax when the baby is asleep and tucked in. So do you see the pattern? Do you see the programming that happens? You can only, if, when, the future, when this happens, if this happens, I'm here to tell you it's already happening. So it's up to you to choose how you're going to be in this moment. 
So just because you decide that you're not going to go to dinner until the rain stopped, do you think everyone else is sitting at home waiting for the rain to stop? Do you think that everything else in the world comes to a stop because it's raining? Yes, no example, no analogy is perfect. But my point here is that life goes on even if you decide to not do something or wait for something to happen. That's not to say that you have to constantly be doing. It's not about, oh, I'm going to relax only when this finishes. It's more about, I am going to stay present with whatever's happening. And so if it's something like, oh, I have to wait for the train to pass before I can cross the road, you stay present with that, but you continue to live in that moment. That's what I'm trying to get to. So you don't hold your breath and go, I'm only going to start breathing again when this happens. No, you're going to keep breathing. So think of your life as moment to moment breath. You can't last more than a few minutes, maybe just a minute, two minutes without taking a breath. You're not going to last too long without drinking water. Maybe, I don't know, a week, two, I don't know. Or food. You're not going to last too long if you fast too long or if you run out of food. There are certain needs that the body requires, okay? Now, the mind wants to know what's happening, but the mind doesn't know what it needs. All it knows to do is to seek solutions. So it doesn't know how to relax. So you have to teach your brain, teach your mind how to relax and how to stay present. And you do that by tuning in and saying, you know what? Even though the dishes aren't done right now, I can still sit down, peel an apple and eat it. I can still finish one chapter of this book. I can still step outside and just feel the sun for five minutes. I can just do whatever it is I need to do, or you know what? I'm going to go take a shower. I don't need to wait until the dishes are done. Now, I'm not saying become a messy person and let the dishes pile up. I'm just saying don't always set these conditions and expectations, waiting to become happy, waiting to get to that next thing, waiting for yourself to give yourself permission to relax. How about another example of this? What we said, I can only be happy once I graduate and get this certification get this degree. I can only be happy once I'm married and have a happy family. I can only be happy once we buy a home. I can only be happy once we have one more child. I can only be happy. Do you see all these things? You're just waiting to be happy. Why? Why are you waiting to be happy? Why not choose to be happy right now? Why are you waiting to be happy when that paycheck comes in? Why are you waiting to be happy when someone tells you 
that they love you and that you are worthy and that you are the best person they've ever met and you make them so happy. Why are you waiting for all these conditions? Why not choose that you're going to be happy right now in this moment, regardless of what's happening? The time is now, not tomorrow. It's now. I can do it now. Once again, you, you don't want to apply that to everything. If you feel like you do need to take a rest in order to gain more energy, to do that which you need to do. This, do you see how they work together? So waiting to be happy, wanting to do something to be happy to, to get to that next level also involves understanding that wanting to do, wanting to tune in to being happy in that moment and wanting to tune in to manifesting in that moment. If you feel that in that moment, you are actually better served by just not doing anything and just relaxing and just allowing yourself to recharge, then it's okay to do that. Then you can say, right now, I need to build my strength. I need to stay present. I need to tune in and be with myself. And tomorrow I will do what I'm going to do. Do you see the difference? It's not so much, oh, I'm going to worry until tomorrow. I'm just, I can't believe I can't do it until tomorrow. I'm just, you know, I'm such a failure. I was supposed to do it today and I just didn't get to do it today. And, and so now I have to wait till tomorrow and I lose another day. And oh my gosh, I'm behind. Do you see the difference in energy versus time doesn't exist? I will do it when I'm in alignment. I feel the alignment right now. I'm going to do it. The alignment may be, I feel like washing dishes right now. Oh, I will love to just stand over my sink, even though for me, like I have a dishwasher, but certain things I, I like to hand wash and, and, you know, like greasy pots and pans, etc. Sometimes if it's just a couple things and I already did my pulled out the new dishes from the dishwasher, I may just hand wash them anyway. And I have, and I make sure that my dishwashing soap is very gentle on my hands because I care about my skin and I don't want to put toxins into my body because we're already getting so many of them as it is. And so I, in that moment, I'm not doing the dishes because they have to be done. I'm doing the dishes because I'm actually enjoying it. And as I'm doing the dishes, I'm like, oh, wow. The, the water is running on my hands and oh wow, like I'm tapping in because the more you meditate, the more you're able to enter that state. And so when you do simple things, repetitive things like washing dishes, even driving, ironing, taking a shower, sometimes I'll go into a shower and I hate to admit this, but you know, I'd like to think that there's an unlimited supply and an abundance of everything. So I don't want to feel like I'm doing something negative here, but I will step into a shower and I start to, I don't know, my manifesting starts. I start to rewire my, not intentionally. And I start to get downloads. All these messages come through. And just recently, this, this is like, this is a very rare occurrence. I stepped out of the shower and it was like over an hour later. I'm like, I felt like I was in there for 15 minutes. 
how has it been an hour and a half later? Like, I don't understand. I mean, that's not usually what happens. So there could be other occurrences that could explain what, what actually happened. And we'll have to have a separate episode on aliens and abductions, temporary abductions. Uh, there's, <laughs> that'll be another time. So that being said, as I mentioned earlier, the entire point of you uncovering what is keeping you blocked is so that you can release it. Why do we need to look into our past? Because then we can pick up patterns, just like someone mentioned, I don't know if it was Sarah or someone else, who mentioned that they were told by their parent that once you get this done, then you can relax. Once you get this done, then you can relax. That's a pattern. And most likely, she grew up with that pattern. And most likely, that pattern was recreated in her childhood because of something that happened in another existence. So what's a soul imprint? Soul imprint is a program that you inherited from past lives. Now, some of you may go, whoa, whoa, this is too woo-woo. And I understand my audience, we've got some new people who are just waking up, not like out of bed, well, maybe out of bed, depending on the time zone, who are just waking up. And then we've got some people who are like way down the rabbit hole and get all this. And some of them who've done, many of you who've done in fact, at least two of you who are on right now, you've had one-on-one -on -one past life regression sessions with me, which takes about, I say four to five hours, but there's always an extra hour that gets added on because once you're in there and you're seeing things, I don't want to take you out of it. I want you to have the, the fullest experience possible. And so for those people who have experienced healing sessions with me, theta healing, past life regression, you know that there is so much more that most of us humans are not aware of. So if you had a perfect childhood, I had a client who had a perfect childhood in this life, but yet he has a hard time trusting people. He feels like he's been betrayed. He doesn't know why everybody he attracts into his life, just it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. And he doesn't understand because he grew up, had a nice life. Everything went well, no issues, no problems. And then we check into past lives. Oh, he had a very abusive father who beat him, who treated him horribly. And that program stayed with him. So yes, in this lifetime, in this dimension, his soul decided, hey, I kind of want to like, I've had enough abuse. I kind of want to like have a nice family in this life. And I want to know. And then I want to be able to clear to finally like, like the soul contract that they made was, if I have a supportive family, then I will be able to clear whatever it is I wasn't able to clear in a past life. Because what happens is when people have a really difficult childhood, when they have a really difficult childhood, then it makes things very challenging. But I'm here to tell you that even though his soul decided to do that, it in a way took him longer because he had a comfortable life. Versus someone who I could use myself for, as an example, or other people. So many clients I've worked with, they've had such difficult, challenging childhoods. And guess what? That is actually, once again, your soul choosing those circumstances. Either it's the first time you're having that kind of a life, or it's a repetition of a pattern because then you're hoping that this time you're going to finally be triggered into healing. 
I just said this in a private session or no, it was a, it was an interview that I had. I've been doing more interviews now that I'm finally launching my conscious agent Academy. And so if any of you are interested in the conscious agent Academy and would like to learn to do everything that I'm talking about, everything that I'm doing for you here. If you'd like to know how to heal yourself, how to heal others. And you know what? People go, okay, healing, I don't have time for. What if I told you it's not just about healing? It's not just about, which is the most important thing, hello. But so many people are concerned with, I need to make more money. I need to have a better job. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And so they'll go and they'll sign up for a bunch of things that are going to teach them how to get more leads. They're going to teach them how to make more money going to teach them how to find the love of their life teach them all this stuff and so all these like tools they accumulate because the brain's like i need to know i need to know i need to know this because then if i have this certification then i then i then i know this then i know this then i'll know everything what if i told you that the most important thing is to actually work on yourself because all of that stuff is not going to work that well if you don't first clear get clear we're, we're doing a clearing today we're doing an activation so then you can be in your full power and then everything falls into place. So that is why I was called to creating Conscious Agent Academy, CAA, because you're actually going to align with everything. You're going to go through, whether it's your first step of awakening, second or third, you're going to go deeper and you're going to learn that you don't have to keep suffering and that you have created these patterns and now you know how to clear them. So it's not something that is this mystery. It's not something that, oh my God, it's on the other side. And yeah, for many, it could seem like it is because there's so much fear keeping you stuck. And so I felt called to creating this program because I want to teach others how to really step into their purpose and to really be able to help not just themselves, but humanity in general, because if your goal is to just help humanity and you're ignoring yourself, you're giving, 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 and you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to last long. You're not going to be able to help as many people. So that's what we're doing because I want you to learn how to do this for yourself first and foremost. I went to a very prestigious Catholic school. My mom had to get financial assistance in order for me to go to this school because the public school that I was going to, there was so many problems there, fires in the bathroom, et cetera. And, you know, being new in this country, it really scared her. And the level of education seemed like it was just not in line with, you know, where I came from. And so I, I, didn't feel like I was benefiting from that um, school. And so I went to this really strict Catholic school. And when some people go, oh my God, you know, past lives aren't real. You know, I only believe in Jesus. I'm like, I read the Bible for four years. This is a whole another separate episode I'm going to have to do. And I've had very religious clients who don't believe in past lives and I've been able to do very powerful healing for them. But the point why I'm bringing this up, I went to school with kids the majority of them were middle class and then upper class. And there was like a handful of us who were like just struggling to get by. And so even though we wore uniforms, you could still tell who the wealthy, wealthy kids were because of their shoes. And then when they turned 16, because of the cars they drove. I remember when I bought my first car, my grandmother helped me out mostly and I saved up babysitting money and I think it was like 
fifteen or twelve hundred dollars and nineteen it was it was under two thousand dollars and I bought this car with the help of my grandmother and the money that I saved up from babysitting. And so I used to be one of those judging people because I was a kid. I didn't know any better. And I felt like something's wrong with me because, you know, we don't have enough. We, you know, we're refugees. And why, why do other kids get to have nice clothes? And why do I have to, why do I have to save up for my $3 an hour babysitting to buy, you know, the pair of jeans that I want to buy because my mom can't afford them, you know, so we come from all these different places. And then there are so many judgments that, you know, the wealthy can make about their, you know, somebody who's more wealthy. So it's the material that people get attached to the material external gratification possessions. But it's also knowing, having this image and having this assumption and making this judgment just because that just because somebody has steady, comfortable, stable life and is not in need of anything, that means that they must be happy. When in fact, you don't know that that kid whose car you're jealous of, whose shoes you're jealous of, maybe going home and being neglected by their mom, by their dad, maybe one of them or both of them are alcoholics, maybe they work so much that they don't even get to spend time with their kid. So you don't know how others what they're going through. So you don't want to judge ever. You don't want to judge a wealthy person. You don't want to judge anyone based on their financial financial status, based on their certifications, etc. Obviously, you want to make a wise decision about who you want to work on you as a healer, who you want to have a therapy session with based on what they've done, that's different. I'm talking about making a judgment about someone's patterns and someone's state of being and just judging them based on external elements and assumptions. And so many of you probably didn't know that I came here as a refugee and I was wearing hand-me-down clothes and my family was on welfare. We didn't have money. And so as a little girl, the first job I could get was a babysitting job. And then as soon as I was able to walk somewhere to, to work an additional job, I did. And then, you know, the summertime, a better position opened up and I did that. And so extracting the need to judge because what's happening to your ego when you're judging another person you feel like it's making you feel better about yourself because oh at least I'm not like that or it makes you feel once again activated in the wounded ego oh something's wrong with me because I don't have that so we could have different examples of how you feel based on your judgment. And the judgment is all stemming from the ego. And the ego is triggered because the mind needs to know exactly what is happening and wants to protect you. And so the conscious mind is only able to remember what's already happened in this dimension in your experience. It does not know everything that's happened before. It does not remember 
things that happen while you were inside your mother's womb and the conversation you overheard how maybe she should consider an abortion. And so not only is the mind not aware of the subconscious patterns, because you're not creating that bridge between the conscious and the subconscious by going into the alpha state, by meditating, by bridging the gap between your right and left brains. And so because you don't have that awareness, you are functioning merely on the conscious level of what's happening right here, right now. So then people go, well, then what is it? What, then why, is it why is the conscious mind not a good thing? It is a good thing, but we want to go beyond it. And then people may go, well, why is awakening called, you know, stepping into consciousness and being conscious? Because you want to be awake to everything you want to bridge the gap from the subconscious to the conscious so that you're consciously aware of everything that is happening and consciously aware that your conscious mind your left brain only is here to help you with logical solutions based on what you already know in this reality so it doesn't have all the answers. It cannot predict the future. So if you feel anxious, it's because you are operating based on your mind's idea that, hey, we don't know the future. This is, this is an unknown. This has never happened before. Okay, you know what? Based on what we know, we are going to assume that this is what's going to happen. And you know what? Since, since we, we don't really have similar experiences, let's look at other people. Who did what we want to do? What happened to them? Oh, see, see, they got divorced. Oh, see, they failed. Oh, see, they regretted it. See, they failed. Oh, I just remembered so-and-so told me I'm not good enough. I'm never going to crack this. Um, I'm always going to be alone. I'm never going to succeed. And so then you pile on like the, ch the chatter, the, all the chit-chatting, you pile on and you start to go, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. And then you go into fear and you're like, oh, I can't do this. They were right. And you know what? There's a sense of calm that comes over you all of a sudden. It's disturbing, but you're like, okay, so I can't do this. All right. Okay. So you know what? Let me go just, um, let me have a drink. Let me uh, call a friend. Let me watch a movie. Let me unplug because obviously I can't do this. So let's move on to the next numbing thing that I can do that is going to prevent me from even further awakening, from either further stepping into my divine life purpose, because I just know I'm not good enough. And then what happens? And then you begin to feel like a victim. Oh, you know, I tried, didn't work. Oh, I'm just not good enough. And oh, this always happens to me. This never works out. I'm just a victim. And then you stay comfortable in that victim mentality. And then sometimes somebody goes, hey, hey, what about this? No, no, no. I'm just going to go back to watching Netflix. I'm just going to back, go back to watching uh, funny cat videos on TikTok. And you forget that fire within you is still there, still wanting you to do something. But to do something, you have to be still and you have to be with yourself because all this doing you want to be doing may not even be exactly what you need right now. Because if you're not in tune with who you are and what you're doing in this moment and how you're even breathing, 
how you're sitting. Are you sitting hunched over when you're looking at your phone? Or are you absorbing the information in a very relaxed way without judging yourself, without going, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, I'm doomed. Oh my God, she's talking about me. We're here to become aware. So all this doing that you want to do will become so much easier if you just let yourself surrender and be with whatever it is you are feeling. Okay, so so-and-so told me I'm not good enough. Okay, uh, I don't feel like I can do this. Okay, why? Why don't I feel like? Because someone told me that I can't. Because so-and-so tried and they failed. And then going, okay, well, is it really something that I want? Is it really something that I want? Because if you spend time with yourself and you go, deeper and and you tell yourself to just sit still stop the mind chatter focus on your breath like how many times i go leave my phone go for a walk yesterday i was aiming to get to the beach by sunset so i can still enjoy some sun and then have a nice sunset run or yoga saw a neighbor and he was sitting by the pool and we had a conversation and I stayed present with him. He's like, oh, aren't you trying to get to the beach? I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's cool. I can just do a later run. It's fine. Like I didn't have to talk to him. It wasn't like I was having my boundaries crossed. I wasn't not honoring myself, but I just stayed present with him in that conversation that he shared and I shared. And then I went for my run and yeah, it was a little bit chillier and I didn't get the sun I wanted to get, but it was fine. And the ocean was warm and I hadn't been there for probably a month, even though I'm within walking distance. But once again, certain patterns, certain things that needed to process out of my life and things that I needed to do. And I was okay with that. And instead of that, I went to the pool. Instead of uh, the beach, I went to do a dance routine in a dance studio. I did yoga. I did whatever it is I needed to do in that moment. I didn't go, oh my God, Anna, you haven't gone to the beach. Your whole plan to live here was so that every morning you go to the beach. No. Okay, so I didn't go. Big deal. So coming back to the meditative part of everything you do, still staying present. It's what's happening. What happens when you get that weird call? What happens when someone cuts you off on the road? How do you react? How am I reacting to the fact that they're screaming children outside right now? (laughs) You know, they're having fun. They're doing what they're doing. So how do you react? Are you waiting for that perfect Zen moment to feel good? So going back to what I was saying, in that moment of stillness, In that moment of detaching from your thoughts, you then come to to this understanding that whatever it is you've been chasing, whatever it is you felt like you need to do, may actually not be in your best interest. But really tuning in, not because your fear is telling you, because some people go, I meditated on it and didn't seem aligned, but Do you know that perhaps it's your fear that's lurking and your fear that's pushing you away? So, because the ego feels like you need to do something, you need to do this. I'm here to tell you that most things that 
are the most aligned for you are not things that you absolutely need or you think you need to do. It's the things that you are afraid of doing. It's the things that you don't feel very ready for. It's whatever it is that you've been told you can't do. So aligning and figuring that out. Is this in alignment with me? Because if you want to become a, an Olympic you know, runner and you haven't been practicing running, I'm here to tell you, you need to kind of start with that before you decide you want to get an Olympic gold medal for something. So setting your goals and expectations to align with it, whatever it is you want to align with, without staying stuck and attached to the outcome. Staying present in the moment, staying aware of what's happening and how it's happening and how are you flowing. And then in that moment of clarity, that state of calmness that you're able to bring yourself to by breathing, by focusing, you may all of a sudden have an epiphany. You may realize that, oh, I've been going about this the wrong way. Okay, so maybe this is not what's in, align in alignment, but this other version of this, or it's something else. It's something else entirely. But you're not going to get to that. You're not going to get to whatever is in your highest and best alignment until you really sit with yourself and tune in and go deep. So why are we here to clear and activate? Because once we clear, then we're ready to activate. Because if we activate before clearing, you're not going to be able to activate that which is in your highest and best good. So I know there are several different layers I went through and I can feel the, the heat rising. So I see some people saying society should give out degrees for healing, but that's not how life works. Yeah, because most, you know, how many doctors I talked to, they were never taught nutrition. They, they are taught how to prescribe for the majority, for the most part, taught how to prescribe medication what's happening based on the symptoms and what medication will cure that without understanding that, okay, just because something's wrong with the throat, that may actually be triggered by something in, in, in the gut. Most people are not going to tell you, oh, you probably have thyroid issues because you have toxins in your liver. And you probably have toxins in your liver because when you were in college, you were put on birth control or you drank a lot. And you have all these toxins or you ate toxic food and now you have toxins in your liver and that's in turn creating an, uh, an imbalance in your thyroid. Your doctor's not going to tell you, you know what they're going to do? They're going to put you on thyroid medication so that they can increase your level of the thyroid hormone because something is wrong with your thyroid. They're never going to tell you or even know even if they were taught this in school, because their goal was just to pass the exam. Most of the stuff they learned, they don't even remember. They crammed the night before with a gallon of coffee, some donuts, whatever they had to pass the exam. And guess what? They didn't even pass it. They probably got 32% on the exam, but because everyone else got 15%, the score was curved. And now it's an A that they got or a B minus, and that's enough to pass. And so that's who is telling you to take this medication. And what that medication is going to do is simply show in your blood test that you now have enough of the thyroid hormone. Is it addressing the fact that your liver is toxic? Is it addressing the fact that 
it's probably from the time you had hepatitis because almost every single person that I've scanned or even met in conversation who said, oh, so-and-so has Hashimoto, so-and-so, my daughter has this, my daughter has that. Has she ever had hepatitis? In fact, she has. Has she ever had issues with her liver? In fact, she has. The doctor's not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you, here's the medication, take the medication. Next time we test your blood, it's going to show that your thyroid level is totally normal. When in fact, it's not. And then to go further and to understand what is controlling the thyroid? The pituitary gland. The pituitary gland is sending energy to your thyroid to make sure it's functioning and releasing enough of the hormone, the TSH hormone. And what is controlling the pituitary gland? The hypothalamus. So now we're going deep into the endocrine system to understand where things are coming from. And guess what? The gut brain axis, the brain your gut has a brain. All of your energy centers have their own little brain. And so when we are working on activation, chakra balancing, what is a chakra energy center? You have an energy center throughout your whole body. The main eight are the root chakra, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, crown, and then you have your soul chakra. So we need to balance that out in order for you to come into alignment and to be able to receive the activation so that you can manifest whatever it is you want to manifest. And I know I always try to keep these shorter than I end up doing, but that's okay. So I really needed to hear this. I believe in divine timing. Someone said that you are literally talking about, I'm literally talking about you. My parents fought every single night. My mom is still an alcoholic, millionaires, but both severely depressed. I was not home most of my youth. We're all unlucky in different ways. So it's no chance. It's no coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence is that I brought up that particular example. Okay. And told that story about going to the Catholic school that I went to, because I could tell someone listening could relate to it. How can I tell? Because I'm not actually sitting here going, Oh, let me scan everybody because I, I'm so used to scanning. I'm so used to being in the theta brainwave, be, going between the alpha and the theta. I'm tapping into the subconscious already without actually actively scanning. So that's what I'm going to be teaching people to do in the Conscious Agent Academy to be able to tap in without really trying. But of course, you're going to have to practice. And so there's going to be a daily meditation that I'm going to have everyone do for 10, 15 minutes every morning, because you are going to be practicing a muscle. And there are different aspects of the six month program, and they're going to be broken down into three parts. If you would like to be interviewed for Conscious Agent Academy, go to my website, send me an email, it would be done on zoom face to face, because then you can learn what you need to learn, what my program is about, and I can learn and see if you are the right fit. And really for us both to see, we're kind of interviewing each other. This is first and foremost to help you heal before you can help others. And it's not so much that you absolutely have to become a healer. It's for any business person. If you want to increase your net revenue, if you want to bring in more abundance, if you want to manifest whatever lifestyle you wish to have, whatever it is you want to do, if you want to just simply be happier or just be happy because people go, I want to be happier. Is that really a thing? No, you just want to be happy. If you say you want to be happier, that means you're not happy.
You don't know what happiness is, this idea of happiness when I get this, when I do that. So it's not once you graduate Conscious Agent Academy, then you're going to be this perfect little human. You're already a perfect little human and you are on a journey. So what we're going to be doing throughout the six months, you're going to be staying present. It's a journey. So it's not so much like, oh, I want to be a certified conscious agent. It's beyond that. It's literally an entire transformation of your mind, body, and soul. And you're never going to be the same. So people who are already enrolled, I've been taking silently enrolling people without major announcements. And I will finally be announcing on my email later today after this live. So once you schedule the interview, then we can really go deeper. I feel safer to not try and fail than try because I attach my worth to my failures. Yeah. I just wanted to make a quick announcement about the comment that was just made on the Instagram live that was being recorded at the same time as this podcast. Someone had commented that I should use my page to spread awareness about what's happening with the war in Armenia. So I went ahead and shared my two cents. Use your page to draw attention. Well, you know what? I've done it many, many times. And this is a topic, especially when the war was happening in 2020. And I'm here to tell you what I have to say may trigger some people. But what's happening, not just with uh, Armenia, but everywhere all over the world, is because of exactly what I'm talking about here. It's because of people's ego. It's because of people continuing to feel like they're victims and that they need to feel like someone needs to validate them as victims. If we continue to stay in the wounded pattern, we will continue to draw more woundedness into our lives. So yes, we need to bring awareness, but at the same time, it's the work that we do within ourselves. So this work is to help not just yourself, it is a trickling effect. Every single person, what we do, we send a ripple through the universe. We radiate energy. We are more powerful than we realize, but it's only going to work. Everything that I'm teaching you, it's only going to work if you have the good intentions for all. Not just good intentions for yourself, but good intentions for all, for everyone involved. And so it's really sad to see that, yes, we have wars, we have all these different things, but these are all the elements of the matrix programming that we've been in. So giving yourself the opportunity to really understand yourself and to really take you know, take a, uh, like a scan, take a poll or whatever, uh, take a review, what are, what are words? So what I'm trying to say is really review your life, review what you do on a daily basis, because there are so many people, quote unquote, sp- spreading awareness about certain things, but then are they kind to the person in front of them or behind them at the grocery store check-in line? Are they kind in everything that they do from day-to-day activities to the time they go to sleep to the time they wake up what are they doing and how are they interacting so it's important to become aware of our actions day-to-day actions so 
Okay, and that's a whole another topic I, I slightly touched upon uh, based on the comments that I was getting. I noticed when I stopped meditating, it's like staring at square one again with the anxiety when I try. So once again, it's not so much let me sit down and meditate and I feel good. And now I'm back in this like crazy life that I have. It's learning how to stay consistently in that state of mind throughout your day. And not so much in that state of mind, but yes, it's both. You could tell, okay, my mind is doing these things and you can tell your mind, I know what you're doing but I'm not going to attach to these thoughts. So if you wake up with all these negative thoughts, you can acknowledge them and say, okay, but I'm not going to attach to those stories and I'm not going to dismiss them. I'm going to acknowledge them. I'm going to understand them, but I'm also going to remind myself that I get to choose and create in this moment instead of reacting to these negative things. So instead of reacting, I'm going to take space by breathing and perhaps closing your eyes, I'm going to walk you through this shortly, and then moving through your day in that state, not waiting to go to that five-minute meditation or that one-hour yoga class to, to let go, but continuously building the muscle of that presence, of that state of being, not just your state of mind, but it's your energy, right? It's really your energy that's affecting. And yes, your mind, your brain can affect your energy because of the thoughts. So we're here to reprogram the subconscious. That's the core of my work, really finding out where did this trauma, even if it's just some kind of a pro, you say, well, it's not really a trauma. Well, okay. Doesn't seem like trauma, but there could have been a past trauma that created it that you're not aware of. And something like someone telling you you can't do something when you're five years old may not seem like a big deal. Oh my God, get over it. So why I said that to you when I was when you were five. You know, parents can do that. I've had my mom tell me that. Oh my God, you're so sensitive. Why can't you just forget it? Like it was so long ago. You're so sensitive. Not realizing that the brain pattern that was established at that time when this not so important thing happened, it questioned the child's worthiness. It questioned my ability to feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I even belong here. Like, do I even belong here? Like, why am I here? You know, my entire life, I've functioned in this anxious state, like, like waiting for the other shoe to drop, like feeling like I'm chasing something and I have to do this and I have to do this when this happens, if that happens, is it going to happen? I don't know. Are my parents going to be happy? Is my family going to accept me? I don't know. Am I going to be the black sheep of the family? Am I going to, what, like, I'm never stopping to think, stopping to think, is this actually making me happy? And what actually makes me happy? And what is this happiness people are chasing? So really taking the time to go deeper and have news for you. The pain that you are so afraid of facing, it's not as painful as the lingering pain that's become so comfortable for you. Because after all, the pain that you've been living with is so familiar. So think about that. How familiar is your pain and how much comfort has that provided? Some people who have chronic disease, 
Some people may say, well, it's a genetic condition. It's a genetic thing. It passed on and it's, it's a thing. It, it cannot be healed. No doctor can cure this. What if I told you that you actually are being served by having this disease? There's something deep within you that is used to having this disease, that is used to being treated the way you're treated because of this disease. And you're afraid to drop that crutch and start walking. If you drop that crutch and start walking, what's going to happen? People go, oh, he's walking fine now. He doesn't need help. He doesn't need special treatment. She doesn't need special treatment. So how much are you enjoying the special treatment you're getting by being a victim? Ask yourself that question. How much are you enjoying the special treatment by constantly complaining that something's wrong with you? You know, this could sound like tough love. I'm in no way dismissing that you have feelings. I'm in no way dismissing that you have to acknowledge the pain. But at some point, you have to ask yourself. I've been telling this story for so long. It served me for so long. But am I fed up with this story? How do I want the rest of my life to be? What do I need to do to rewrite my story? Have you asked yourself that question? Yes, it is bigger than diet and exercise. Someone was just commenting. Do I take probiotics? Uh, I drink kombucha. Does that count? Not all the time. I just eat very healthy. I don't eat a bunch of packaged stuff. I very occasionally have coffee and the longer I go without, without coffee and then I have it, I instantly break out. So I cover, I go really deep into all the nutritional aspects in my eight chakras course, which is eightchakrascourse.com. If you have any questions about it, DM me, send me an email. And the eight chakras course has literally many of you on this. I don't know if you're still on have done the course. I've done the course myself, even though I channeled the whole thing. I still listen to it from time to time because I need a little tune up here and there, or I just want to go back to sleep because my voice is so calming, even though it's channeled, even though it's my voice, it's channeled. So I go through all the different things to eat. Like for example, some people may go, well, for the throat chakra, you need blueberries, you need blue stuff. Yes, you do. But throat chakra is also triggered by the solar plexus. So in terms of crystals and foods, you also want to make sure you're addressing the solar plexus. So the yellow can heal the blue, the blue heal the yellow. The root chakra, yes, you need to be grounding by standing on earth, but also certain poses that you do with, I just recently had a body movement, Qigong and yoga and some dancing involved on my open heart member portal. That's onlinehealingportal.com you can go to. So if you're at the very least interested in participating in a once a month, you know, going deeper, we do different sessions on Zoom and gaining instant access to a library filled with various healing sessions, then that's what you should be doing is signing up for the online healing portal. It's onlinehealingportal.com, become an open heart member. So that's where many people start. And then if you want to book a private session, I am offering them for bookings for additional month. And then after that, the private bookings will stop. So you exist in multiple dimensions all at the same time. Your soul is much greater than you. So you have different various versions of you. And so meditating and knowing how to bring in 
all these different versions of you. And even though we didn't really start the healing session yet, know that you're getting downloads, even though I'm talking and we're, we're going through all these different steps and I'm even going through and reading some of the comments, uh, which I don't typically do until the end, but know that you're still getting the healing. I'm in the theta brain wave. You're there with me. If you're tuned in, the downloads are still coming in. Yes. Many people do dissociate. And yes, I see some people saying they're fed up with their stories, uh, tired of triggers running your life. So maybe perhaps that's the reason you joined this live because this is a portal for you to know more. So um, at the very least, I would suggest for everyone that's commented uh, all these comments to at least do the online healing portal. Start with that. There's a powerful inner child healing session that is posted there. You have unlimited replay, unlimited replay. We have raising your vibration, balance your logical, emotional minds. And as you can see on YouTube, I've got lots of water. Water is key. Now, the one thing I want to mention about water, and I tell this to everyone, whether it's a private or a group session, water works much better and absorbs much better if there's salt in it. Your body needs that. It absorbs better. So if you're just drinking water, especially if you're just chugging it, it's just like pouring a bucket of water on a plant and it just pours over the dry soil. It's not absorbing. So you want to stay mindful. So use drinking water as your first hallmark to exercise mindfulness. I sometimes also suggest if you like apples, peel an apple, whatever fruit you like, peel that apple, sit with it. Not just try to like watch something or catch another TikTok or watch another tarot reading on, on YouTube or whatever it is that you do. Take the time to just sit with the apple, sit with your water, your cup of tea, whatever it is you're having. You know, when you go in the shower, some of you commented how it's such a meditative state. So it's not so much like hurry up. Yeah, sometimes it's hurry up. Oh my God, I'm running late. Let me take the shower. But there's still in that hurry up. Oh my God, I'm in a hurry. You can still be present. And in fact, when you're driving in traffic, you have the ability to control the traffic by how you feel <laughs> your energy radiates all around you and people feel it so if you're angry if you're in a hurry you're going to notice that everyone else around you is angry and in a hurry so you get to choose how you react so instead of reacting create what are you going to create what are you going to create today okay so if you don't have water please get water my healing sessions work so much better if you're hydrated all healing works better when you're hydrated because once again your whole body is water your brain every part of you all your organs muscles are all mostly water not all water but mostly water and water also absorbs energy if you start speaking ugly and mean to this water the molecules of the water will change according to the energy so you want to feel when you're drinking the water and you're drinking it slowly, you really feel the gift that the water is giving you and feel it going into your body and absorbing and really being grateful for it. So what kind of salt to add to water? Anything but the regular table salt. So all of those Celtic Himalayan sea salt. Let's just take a couple deep breaths. We spent so much more time on the talking part, but that's okay. A lot was cleared for so many of you and 
lot of understanding. And now that we have primed your conscious mind, and we have taken you into the alpha theta state a little bit more, you are primed to now go deeper into theta. So alpha is the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious theta is tapped right into your it's it's in alignment it is your subconscious so when i do the private scans i'm scanning one individual checking what the programs are they're being released on the subconscious level and then i'm downloading new programs to the subconscious so that the subconscious understands hey this happened in another lifetime in another dimension i can release that I can forgive and I don't have to suffer anymore. So it is possible and it happens very quickly. And so that's how miracles happen. That's how the leg pain of this man that he's had for almost three years went away in one session after two of those past life traumas were released. And once again, the past, the present, the future exists all at once. And so time, the only time that you need to worry about is the now, the eternal now, I call it. And so how do you feel in this moment right now, right here? And are you being defined by your past? Of course you are, but are you grateful for it? And are you ready to release whatever is not serving you anymore? Because that traumatic childhood you created or that maybe traumatic relationship or being with someone that didn't understand you, maybe it wasn't that traumatic, but just wasn't a good alignment. Whatever it is, what did that teach you? And are you grateful for that lesson? Because if you're not, you're still denying a part of you. And whatever happened is a part of you. Don't deny it. Just know that you experienced it for a reason. And until you understand what that reason was, or that reason is, you're not going to be able to release it. And then once you understand it, then you practice on releasing it. And so merely what I'm merely doing here and with this session is to help you release it quicker. Once we come out of the group session, then I will, somebody just said they're back. The MD had to cancel the appointment. I don't want to freak you out, but when you told me you had an appointment, I literally thought, well, what if they cancel? So now some of you may be wondering, did you cause the cancellation of her appointment? Or did I just pick up that the appointment is going to be canceled? Is it a created synchronicity? Or is it a foreshadowing based on intuition? That's going to be a whole new topic for another podcast. So I'm so happy that I took so long so that now you're back for this healing session. Thank you for listening once again to the Conscious Agent Podcast. If you would like to partake in the healing meditation that I had just mentioned, please listen to episode one and feel free to share this or the other episode with anyone who you feel they may resonate with. As always, stay present, stay in the flow of divine love that is all around you and within you. Always choose love over fear. Thank you so much.